Hello, I'm Jonathan Hand and welcome to the Lease Negotiator podcast. Bringing you commercial property insights for the latest news, information, hints and tips and sharing some of my experiences over the past 30 years. Hello, in my role as the lease negotiator, I'm asked by business owners whether they should rent or buy a commercial property. Over the past few weeks, I've been having this conversation more and more, so I thought I would share my thoughts with you in today's podcast. So why would a business typically look to purchase commercial property? Every business is different and has different priorities, but there are some common reasons. I suppose first and foremost, I hear this reason the most, is to create and protect wealth. By owning the property that you occupy, you are using your resources to pay off a mortgage. That's assuming a mortgage is required, of course, rather than paying rent to the landlord. We also find that business owners, as a way to protect their wealth even further, look to purchase their commercial property through their pension scheme. This can be done through either a SIP, a self-invested personal pension, or a SAS, a small self-administered scheme. Whether a SIP or a SAS will depend on your circumstances and I suggest speaking with a financial advisor who can guide you through the process and also to check whether this is a suitable and viable route for you. If it is, this can be a very tax efficient investment, meaning you get to keep even more of your money earned. Another reason to consider purchasing a property is that you can potentially benefit from any improvements, alterations or fitting out you do to the property. Whereas in a lease property, the landlord would benefit from any improvements. And in a lot of cases, as a tenant, you may be required to reinstate, that's put the property back to how it was at the end of the lease, much to your frustration. I think it's also worth pointing out that if you rent a property, you have to get the landlord's consent and also document the alterations that you intend on doing. If you own the property, these decisions are a lot simpler and you have more control and choice. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, leases are legally binding documents and they set out the basis upon which a property can be occupied on a rental basis. Even though the terms of the lease are agreed at the start and the leases are signed by the landlord and tenant, it surprises me how many leases end up in dispute. These disputes often arise because of a different interpretation, especially around things like the repairing covenants and repairing clauses. If you own your own property, these disputes simply don't materialise. Another reason is that some business owners like to be master of their own destiny, which comes back to control, I suppose, and don't want to be beholden to a landlord. It also gives them a feeling of status and self-esteem. And I think it also provides a greater security for the business. There are no lease renewals or rent reviews or negotiations with the landlord. And also, if you bought a property with spare land, you're future-proofing the business which means that if the business ever needed to expand, you've always got the option of extending the building and saving the cost of moving. So those are some of the reasons for purchasing a commercial property. Next, I want to touch upon some of the barriers. These include availability, competition, funding and timing. So let's start with availability. Location, property type and size have a big part to play in your decision As in certain areas, particular types and sizes of property are in very, very short supply. For example, in the area local to me, freehold industrial properties with their own yard are virtually non-existent. 
there is nothing available. Therefore, even if you want to purchase, that doesn't necessarily mean you can. Linked with limited availability is also competition. And what, so what do I mean by this? I mean, in those areas of limited supply, when a property does become available, there is a very high chance that other companies might also be interested in the same building. This has happened to me on a number of occasions where I've been acting on behalf of clients and we've also been bidding against other uh, purchasers. But having an advisor on board who can guide you through the process will improve your chance of meeting your objectives and securing the building. Another barrier to purchasing is funding. This might be funding the initial deposit. On a commercial property, the purchaser will often have to put down between 20 and 40% of the valuation of the property. So for example, on a £1 million property purchase, the purchaser will be required to put down between 200 and £400,000 as deposit. Or it might be funding the purchase overall and securing a mortgage. Every business is different and we recommend a conversation with your bank manager or finance broker to help you consider which options are best for you and your business. So now let's just move on to timing. You might have the desire to move, you might have the funding in place and a property might even be available. But what happens if you're already tied into an existing lease which you can't get out of? This can be a barrier and be a challenge. So in the previous episodes of this podcast, I did look at what options there are available to tenants who want to get out of a lease. It very much depends on the lease terms, but sometimes your options as a tenant are very limited. So despite some of the very good reasons to push commercial property, it still might not be right for everyone. I just want to touch upon some of these reasons now. Some business owners are reluctant to tie up the large amounts of capital required for a deposit into a property. Instead, they might prefer to have the cash available to invest in the business or to use the money for other opportunities which might lead to a higher return or even have money there available for a rainy day. Also, if negotiated this way, leases can provide a high degree of flexibility which may be required for a rapidly changing business. I've also had some conversations with business owners where they also view the property as a means to an end, not the end in itself. So what do I mean by this? The property is treated like a piece of machinery, or even members of staff. The job of the property is to provide the best accommodation from which the business can thrive and generate a profit and not be an investment. With this in mind, there is certainly more stock of property available to lease, and therefore you've got a better chance of securing a property that is ideal for your business and will allow it to perform better rather than simply buying a property for the fact that it's freehold. Another important factor, and this depends on your skills of negotiation and market conditions at the time, as part of taking on on a lease, incentives are often available and can be negotiated, which then substantially offset the cost of moving and setting up. You just don't get this in purchasing a, a freehold building. There is a lot to consider when making a decision whether to rent or purchase a commercial property. Every business is different and it's also important to understand what might be right for you as the business owner might not be right for the business. I hope this has provided an insight into some of the reasons business owners consider purchasing or renting a commercial property and some of the barriers. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I can be found on LinkedIn, Jonathan Hand, The Lease Negotiator or check out the website theleasenegotiator.com. I hope you enjoyed listening and please subscribe, tell your friends, comment and share. I look forward to welcoming you next time 
for more hints and tips and insights into the commercial property market. I am Jonathan Hand, the Lease Negotiator.